Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 600. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful entrepreneurs. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. Selection, speed, and creativity are just a few of the benefits of having several designers work on your project. Start your next design project at 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Start achieving your personal and professional goals today with access to over 2,000 video courses for free for seven days. Visit lynda.com slash EOF to try lynda.com for free for seven days. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash E-O-F. Whoa, 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 what's up, Fire Nation? John Lee Dumas here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Justin Bader. Justin, are you prepared to ignite? I am ready. Yes. Thanks, John. Justin is the director of the Principal Center. He helps school administrators increase their productivity and impact through his online membership program, the High Performance Instructional Leadership Network. He recently created a 21-day challenge to introduce people to his work. Justin, I've given our listeners just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. All right. Well, thanks, John. So my background is as a principal. So I spent 10 years with a major urban school district as a teacher and then as a principal and uh, really became interested in productivity and in helping people get more done with technology and also with just smart habits. So I was very inspired by the work of David Allen and you know lots of other productivity gurus, people like Merlin Mann, uh, people who have, have really put some thought into how we can get more done, how we can be more effective. Because what I was seeing, John, in my profession was that there was a ton of emphasis on effectiveness, you know, lots of research, lots of, you know, these are best practices, this is what you should be doing, but nobody was really helping people become more productive. And if you're not able to manage all of your work, you can't do those, uh, you know, all those things that people are, uh, are trying to get you to do. So in other words, you can't benefit from the research and the strategy if you can't make time for it. So I started giving presentations kind of in my spare time and uh, going to conferences and, and presenting there and just really got more and more into that, got into to blogging and eventually got into doing webinars. And I thought, hey, I could do this full time. So in 2012, I made the leap into full-time consulting and uh, had started the Principal Center as a website and kind of an online forum for principals up to that point and turned it into a full-fledged business and have been uh, running with that ever since. So we've been uh, doing the High Performance Instructional Leadership Network for uh, about a year now and just having a great time working with fantastic school leaders from around the country and around the world. Well, Justin, I'm excited to dive into your journey because it has been quite an inspiring one, especially with you realizing how powerful webinars can be. And that's something that myself here at Entrepreneur on Fire have been sharing with Fire Nation over and over again, how I believe that 2014 is the year of the webinar, just like it's the year of the niche podcast. It's just exciting what one can do with a computer, an internet connection, and the ability and desire to to chat it up with a potential avatar or a group of avatars. So let's really kind of focus on that in a little bit. But before we do, Justin, I always love starting Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. 
Sure thing. So I have one that's uh, kind of old. You've probably heard this one before. We sow a thought and reap an act. We sow an act and reap a habit. We sow a habit and reap a character. We sow a character and reap a destiny. And I was looking up who that's attributed to, and it's attributed to like nine different people from the 19th century. And I think there's a reason for that. And I want to talk a little bit more about this later, but uh, there is this idea in the 19th century that uh, that willpower and character and, you know, and kind of uh, just having your stuff together, uh, that all of those things really contributed in a very specific way to success. And I think we don't believe that as much in our, our society today. I think we have kind of an energy drink mentality that I can just kind of burn the candle at both ends and make up for it with caffeine or, uh, you know, just, just kind, of, kind of power through. But I think way back in the, the 1800s, you know, people who are supposedly have, uh, have said this quote, like Ralph Waldo Emerson and William James, I think they knew something that we're just now rediscovering. And that is that willpower is a muscle. So I really like that idea of sowing a habit to reap a character and that that's what really determines the direction of our lives and determines our impact. I think that's a great way to look at a lot of things in life. I've actually started listening to James Altucher quite a bit because he just released a daily podcast called Ask Altucher. And one thing he talks about all the time, Justin, is the idea muscle and how he sits down every single day and forces himself to come up with 10 unique ideas. And he's very open and honest saying, let me tell you, most of these ideas are not good. In fact, a lot of them are horrible. Sometimes seven, eight, or nine of them are. But the fact that I'm actually doing this every single day is working my idea muscle. And I love that. Just like I love the idea of working the willpower muscle. I mean, you don't need to do perfect push-ups to actually get stronger. You just need to do push-ups every single day and get a little bit better at doing them so you can improve your form, everything about it that you're doing. So just a great thought, Fire Nation, to think that, you know, don't just think of actually exercising and the muscle as a physical thing. It can be a mental thing as well, so powerfully. And Justin, what I want to do now is take the spotlight of this interview and shine it onto you, our featured guest, and start talking about your journey. And I want you to take us back in time to a period or even more specifically to a moment when you failed, Justin. We want to hear a failure story, a time that you just fell flat in your face. I mean, we've all been there. We've all done that. And here at Entrepreneur on Fire, we analyze that because I want to, I want you to share with Fire Nation that story and the lessons you learned. Well, and I'm I'm excited to talk more about webinars. But uh, when I when I first got started with the Principal Center, my business model was entirely webinar based. So I did paid webinars. And you, you don't see a ton of people doing paid webinars these days because I think they, they play kind of a different role now in, the, uh, you know, in the, the business development process. But at that time, when I first went pro and I first went full-time, I was doing paid webinars. What year was this, Justin? This was 2012. Okay. And 2012 was a great year for me in, in my particular industry for paid webinars. And I was teaching people how to use the iPad and be more productive with it. I was teaching people time management strategies and did really well with the webinars. And, and that gave me a big safety net and a lot of confidence to quit a six-figure job and uh, start this business full-time. And what I didn't do that I really should have done is diversify and, and really flesh out my business model so that I would have a lot more resilience to changes in the market. And since 2012, I think 
you know, across the industry, we've seen a big decline in what paid webinars can do, and they've shifted into uh, more of, uh, I think, what we'll talk about with uh, with building that business and and building that credibility with your audience. And what I realized I needed to do was I needed to find other ways to engage with my customers and other ways to present my content in that paid format. And I think if I had uh, had anticipated that change and if I had really pushed myself to say, what is the best content delivery format for me to work with my clients through, I probably would have looked beyond webinars and into uh, some more kind of long-term formats. So one of the, the biggest failures that I've had so far is just seeing that business decline and then really scrambling to kind of figure out what was going to be my business model, what, how was I going to engage with my clients, and how was I going to make that work? Because that's that's been a, a tough journey, but it's also forced me to make some of the, the best decisions I've ever made in uh, making the, you know, coming up with the High Performance Instructional Leadership Network, which is a membership program, and doing some really high quality lead generation projects like the 21 Day Instructional Leadership Challenge. So it's definitely been a, a good thing in terms of what it's pushed me to do. It's pushed me a little harder than I would have liked, but it's, uh, I think it's resulted in a better final product. So Justin, that's not a story. That's a general realization you've made over the past couple of years. At Entrepreneur on Fire, we get specific, my friends. I okay. asked you to take us to a moment in time when you failed and to really have us be next to you during that failure. So maybe it was a webinar. Maybe it was a product launch. Maybe it was something. But Justin, tell us a story. Yeah, I can I can give you some specifics from within that uh, that general time period. So I you know I was used to having you know dozens or you know a hundred people sign up for these webinars, and you know there came a point where I had you know sent out the emails, I had promoted it on social media, I had promoted it on my blog. The webinar was coming, and like four or five people had signed up, and I was looking at my you know looking back on my emails and looking back on what I. Had done, and I knew I hadn't really changed anything. Nothing was really different, and I was, you know, starting to realize that you know maybe I had kind of burned through the people in my mailing list who were going to you know to sign up for this. Maybe I had kind of reached the end of of that uh, that ride. Now, had and you paid it, for those leads? No these were these were kind of professional contacts, and you know people. And then, who, how did you uh, originally build that list? I've been blogging since about 2006, and uh, had you know pretty uh, pretty substantial contacts through uh, through my blog where I, I write about productivity. Uh, so that was kind of a scary moment to think you know maybe I have made all of the money that I'm going to make <laughs> from this list, you know, and that's terrifying to think you know if if I have one major product and one major kind of uh, kind of business model, then you know, what am I going to do? So I really had to, uh, to scramble. I really had to, uh, to really do some reflection. And what I, what I realized was it wasn't just that people weren't signing up for these paid webinars anymore. It was also that they weren't showing up when they had paid for them. Now, what is the average price you were charging for these? About $200. Okay. So $200 per webinar now, let's just kind of break it down even more, Justin, because these are the specifics that Fire Nation can really gobble up. So take us to where you originally were having a lot of success. I mean, how many people would you be having sign up for these webinars when you were hitting the list that you had grown organically? What was a good webinar for you? So a good one, I would say, is in the 90 range. We would have as many as 120 people. And I did my 
my main iPad workshop for administrators. Probably, um, I, I think I've offered it about 14 or 15 times. And the first eight or 10 times, we would have, you know, 70, 80, 90, 100 people. And that was so Justin, let me bit. come up yeah. break in here for a second now. So sure, yeah. you say you have about 100 people and they're paying an average of $200. So you've done multiple webinars at around $20,000 per webinar. Right. Now, are there any upsells or anything else on this webinar they can buy? Or do you just, just focus on delivering straight value during these paid webinars? Yeah, it was it was pure content. You know, people signed up and it was actually a three webinar series. So they okay. do either uh, either like three 60 minute webinars back to back on consecutive days or spread out over a couple of weeks. And, I, you know, I was consistently filling those with 80, 90, 100 people. And uh, didn't didn't really plan ahead to to when that was going to change, and I planned ahead topic wise, so I, I knew I would have to move on to other topics. Uh, but I found that uh, you know that that shift was really happening from underneath me. So that this is really fascinating because I definitely understand that model. It's a great model. So what you were doing is you had this organic list of people who knew, liked, and trusted you. They knew that you were going to deliver value so much so that they were willing to pay you $200 up front for this training that you were going to give to them. Then you would deliver and then they'd be happy and then you'd come back to them at some point later and you'd offer another training for another $200. And about how long between um, trainings would you typically have, Justin? Well, when I was doing this one iPad webinar, I mean, I, I could offer this webinar every three to four weeks and fill it every time. Got it. So you were filling it every three to four weeks. So about once a month-ish, you were going back and you were offering that same training or some different training along the line. So, you know, with my model, Justin, it's, it is completely different. And that's, you know, where we've been talking a little bit about the shift where I just offer this free workshop where I'm talking about podcasting, the benefits of it. I actually do one about webinars too where for about 45 minutes to an hour, I'm sharing for free this content, but then the last 25-ish percent of the, of the entire webinar is about me talking about either Podcasters Paradise or Webinar on Fire, which is my product that I'm offering if people on this webinar enjoy the con- the actual value within and want to then go ahead and join one of the communities that we've created. So, both systems work, Fire Nation, and Justin's proven his his system worked, especially back in the 2012 timeframe. And we're going to find out, I guess, in a little bit here if he's shifted that or if he's maintained that same focus, because this is really fascinating. I mean, I love the topic of webinars, Justin. And then we're going to you know, continue to talk about the system that I in place where I wanted to just get as many people on the webinar as possible. And I used actually a lot of paid forms of advertising for that via Facebook, Twitter, etc. So... This is really cool stuff, Justin. So let's now get to that point. Now that we understand actually about how much you were making, about how many people were showing up, you started seeing a decline. And then all of a sudden it came down to a point you're like, oh, only four or five people are even purchasing this. Um, And some of them aren't even showing up, even though they've already paid me $200. Take it away. Yeah. So at that point, I, I was realizing that not only did I have a problem in terms of getting people to sign up, I needed to find a better way to, to serve my customers. I needed to find a better way to help them change their practice. And uh, I, th- I think webinars are really fantastic for building that initial rapport and for getting people excited and for getting people to take action. And what I, I realized what I was trying to do was I was trying to train people on fairly detailed things on their iPad. You know, I was, I was trying to develop skills and I needed to actually move to a longer term format and one 
where it was a little bit more self-paced and a little bit more differentiated. So that's what I ended up doing and converted uh, a lot of uh, what I was doing into a year-long membership program. So that is the High Performance Instructional Leadership Network. And that's where I have the opportunity to really go in-depth with uh, not just iPad, but a lot of different things related to productivity uh, for school leaders. So you kind of went from the model, Justin, of where you were doing this one-off training where it's kind of a la carte, like buy if you want this training or don't, but then there'll be some other training down the road. You can buy that as well if you bought the first one to more of a membership type program where kind of explain what that looks like now as far as is it a one-time purchase and then you have access to all the trainings or is it a recurring membership? How does that work? Yeah, so the network is a 12-month program, and uh, since we're, we work with schools, we have a lot of people who just pay out of school funds up front, uh, and then we have other people who pay uh, you know, in monthly installments throughout the, the course of the 12 months. And we have a, a series of 24 webinars, so one about every other week, and then I do video tutorials, and uh, I write a, a hard copy newsletter. We send out a hard copy newsletter as well. And all of that works together to help people develop the skills and habits and uh, apply the strategies that they need to be high-performance school leaders. So the, uh, the format really uh, has continued to incorporate webinars. But what I realized I needed to do was sell people the solution to the problem that they felt, not the specific content. Okay, say that one more time. That was huge. I was trying to market individual kind of a la carte webinars where I would say, okay, today we're going to focus on this topic, you should sign up. And then I would say two weeks later, okay, now I have this great webinar on this other topic. And I realized that people were not buying my uh, specific content, they were buying a solution to the problems that they felt, which were a little bit different from, uh, you know, from what I was specifically offering. So with the network, what I'm offering is the big picture solution to the big picture challenges of the job. You know, principals need to get more done in less time. They want to have a greater impact. Now, if I broke that down into all the specific things that I teach, no one would sign up for each specific thing because it's too specific and you don't see how it fits together when it's all broken apart like that. So one of the, the most fun things for me as a content creator and as a consultant has been to, to make those things fit together over the course of a year and have people say, wow, you introduced this six months ago and I wasn't really paying attention, but now I see how this really <laughs> fits together. And, you know, it, it looked like something I didn't want to mess with, but now I see how this could have a huge impact on, on my work. And that's been the coolest thing to see how it all fits together and really helps people change their practice over the long term, because it's, you know, you can you can learn certain techniques in a few minutes or a few hours. But I think the, the big changes in our work really require habits and really require new approaches. So we really got in depth about your failure and why that turned into a failure after initially being a success and and what you learned from that, Justin. And again, I just kind of heard your aha moment come over the iterations that you were implementing as you were going forward, really realizing and coming to that massive realization that I had you repeat for Fire Nation because it's so, so important and so, so valuable. Fire Nation to realize that it's all about your customer 100%. Don't look inside into yourself and say, what should I create today? Always say, what is that problem, that pain point that my customer has, that my avatar is experiencing? What is that itch that they just can't scratch unless I create X for them to do so? That is where you will see all of your success. And that's why when Kate and I created Podcasters Paradise Webinar on Fire, 
We didn't create the product till after we had pre-sold approximately $10,000 of each of those products, Justin. And then we had the people that were the early birds, the people that pre-purchased, tell us exactly what they were looking for. We gave an outline. We said, hey, this is about what we're hearing you guys want. But for the people that are actually taking out their wallets and pre-ordering and becoming those early birds, what do you, our actual proven customers who validated this idea, what do you really want? And then we created it. So Justin, really powerful failure story. I love how you worked it into your aha moment and just how that understanding of how you were going to change your business came. So you did that great boil down for us again when I had you repeat that, but let's just really drill it in for Fire Nation. If you can just kind of take that, you know, create the solution to the problems one more time and just word that for Fire Nation right now as a major takeaway, I would appreciate it. So what I realized was it wasn't enough to simply offer a product that people would pay for. And it wasn't enough to simply keep coming up with more and more products that I could just kind of put out there and say, okay, this is the next webinar. You should sign up for this. I really had to figure out what the big picture problems people wanted help with solving were and then sell them the solution to those big problems. Because often, I think this this happens a lot in the kind of expert industry, the solution isn't one that people know they need ahead of time. People know that they have a problem they want to solve and they know they're willing to to spend money to get that solution, but they don't necessarily know what it looks like. And I think the mistake I was making early on was trying to be very specific about the solutions that I was selling and how those solutions would make a difference for people. And when I stepped back and I said, okay, the big picture is we need to increase our impact as school leaders. So my customers are school leaders, and that is the the problem that they want to solve. They want to get more done in less time. And when I started offering a program that met that big picture need, that freed me up to be much more specific in the actual content. You know, I don't have to, uh, you know, just offer topics that will appeal to people ahead of time. I can really take people deep into strategies that fit together over a long period of time uh, because I've promised to and committed to solving that big picture problem for them. So Justin, let's really turn this to Fire Nation and let's just keep it to one or two sentences. But for our listeners, Justin, who are entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, small business owners, what would you say to them is maybe one tip, tool, or tactic that they can employ to their audience to get to that realization that you had? Well, I think what you have to do is you have to identify with your customers' pain points. You have to know what it is that's hanging them up, that's slowing them down, that is really causing problems in their business or in in their life. And that's what people are buying. People are buying a solution to that problem. And when I had that realization, uh, that was a turning point for me. So Justin, what I want to do now is come to present times. I want to talk about you today and everything you have going on. So share with Fire Nation one thing that just has you fired up beyond belief right now? Well, John, one of the most exciting things I've been involved with in the past six months is creating a 21-day challenge. And I based my challenge, which is, is of course, for school leaders, on a 21-day challenge that I went through with Dave Logan at CultureSync. And it's just an online program where every day you get an email and there's a link to a video and there are some little action steps you take to kind of move your practice forward. So I went through this 21-day challenge uh, with Dave Logan and was just really impressed with the quality of it. And I thought, wow, this has really uh, warmed me up to just about anything that Dave offers in the future. 
And I decided to take that a step further and tie in the angle of habits. And I think habits are, you know, to go back to that, that quote from earlier about, you know, sowing an act and reaping a habit, I think habits really determine our impact. So I designed my 21-day challenge to help school leaders develop the habit of getting into classrooms every single day because that's something that we absolutely need to do and it's very hard to do. So I threw in a lot of, uh, of productivity tips and strategies and tools uh, to help people make the time to do that. Uh, but I also really challenge people every day, go get into classrooms and report back on uh, what you're learning. And over the course of those 21 days, people are developing that habit and they're also getting a ton of free content from me. They're becoming very familiar with what I offer, with what I teach. And I hope that they are hungry for more. And I hope that they sign up for my year-long program. So, Justin, we're about to hit the lightning round. But before we do, let's thank our sponsors. When I want to learn something, Fire Nation, I want to learn it now. Do you ever feel that way? Sometimes searching the internet for a how do I blank can be exhausting, frustrating, and very time consuming. An hour later, instead of having found your answer and being on to the next step already, you realize you're still searching. Stop the madness. This is something I used to do all the time until I found I could have access to thousands of video courses taught by industry experts that covered every program I could ever imagine from start to finish. Even better, I can start at the beginning of a course and watch it from start to finish, or I can hop around if I'm looking for a specific lesson on a feature or a section. It's called lynda.com, and I've worked out a special deal with them to get you access to their entire video course library. Visit lynda.com slash EOF to try lynda.com for free for seven days. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash E-O-F. Ah, we'd all like to avoid the dreary side of business, the paperwork, but we can't. If you've decided to take the leap and start your business, you're probably knee-deep in securing financing, getting licensing, ironing out budgets. You may find the creative side of your brain craving attention. Luckily, there is one task you need to do that is more creative. You need to get a few designs in place so you can begin connecting with clients. With a powerful logo, website, and social media design, you'll be able to promote your business both in person and online right away. At 99designs, you can get anything designed in just one week for a startup-friendly price. 99designs can help you build your client base before you even open the doors. What if you could start your next project design today and have dozens of designs to choose from in just seven days? Well, you can. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Justin, we've now reached my favorite part of the show, which is the lightning round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? John, I think the biggest thing was a lack of focus. I had tons of ideas. I had tons of side projects. I've done everything from web hosting to running a blog network to, uh, you know, to kind of doing these, uh, these webinars on the iPad. And what I really had to do is I had to pick a focus. I had to say, this is what I'm going to do. And then I had to go pro with that. So that was my biggest, uh, biggest thing holding me back was just a, too many ideas and a lack of focus. Focus and go pro. Two things that I love, Justin. And do you know what the acronym for focus is? I don't think I do. 
follow one course until success. I love it. (laughs) What's the best advice you've ever received? Well, I think about the 10X rule from Grant Cardone, and I know Grant has been on your show, and uh, I heard him on Jamie Tardy's Eventual Millionaire podcast, and the idea of just thinking in an order of magnitude greater than you think you need to. Because I think when a lot of people plan to go pro, they think, I need to replace my income. So if I'm making $100,000 a year, I need to start a business that will make $100,000 a year. And I think that's wrong. I think Grant Cardone is onto something when he says we need to 10x. So if you are planning to uh, leave a six-figure job and start a six-figure business, it's much better to imagine that being a seven-figure business and plan for that being a seven-figure business because, you know, there are a lot of assumptions that we make that may not pan out and you know we may actually succeed in hitting that 10x goal. So that's been really powerful for me to think at the 10x level. Justin, share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. I think my most important habit is getting things, the big things for the day done first thing in the morning. And the morning can get busy. You know, people are calling you, your emails are coming in. uh, But I really try to reserve that time when I'm at my freshest and brightest for doing my most important tasks for the day. So that often is writing, that is producing videos, anything where I need to be at my best. And that's the, the one thing I need to get done today. I need to do that first and avoid any kind of, uh, of distractions from that. Justin, the army taught me that if you can get more done before 9am than the rest of the world does all day, you're probably going to be pretty successful. Absolutely. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners? I've really been impressed with the task app Todoist. And I've used lots of different task apps over the years. I've used OmniFocus and Remember the Milk and all sorts of different things. But what I really like about Todoist is that it helps you develop the habit of getting started with it. So if you kind of put some tasks in and then forget about it, it'll email you and it'll help you develop that daily uh, habit of checking that list, of checking things off. And it's got kind of of a gamification element. So I'm very into gamification these days. And I think they've done a great job of of training their users to use their product effectively. So todoist.com. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've been chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Justin Bader. Justin, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? Well, it ties again back to that idea of habit. And uh, there's a researcher named Roy Baumeister at the University of Florida who's found that habits allow us to get more done without depleting our store of mental energy. And we know that habits are powerful. But he's actually written this up in a a really terrific book called Willpower, Rediscovering the Greatest Human Strength. And it is just a fantastic read on uh, the psychology behind willpower and self-control and personal effectiveness. And it's uh, it's also really inspirational as well because it gives you a, a lot of strategies that you can apply to your own life and your own work. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Justin, this next question is the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? 
Well, John, I think one of the first things I would do is I would find like-minded people that I could partner with. And I want to be very specific about that. With the Instructional Leadership Challenge, uh, I've been partnering with a, a company called TeachBoost that makes teacher evaluation software. And we have no financial relationship whatsoever. We are simply partners in putting on that opportunity. So developing that kind of relationship is one of the first things I would do because uh, in, in my experience, that has been one of the most transformative things for my business to have those relationships, to have people to bounce ideas off of. And then I think the second thing I would do is I would find people who could benefit from uh, my, my actual skills in terms of you know maybe putting together a challenge or putting on webinars or online trainings and be a service provider while I ramped up the, uh, the business that I wanted to, uh, to really begin. Well, Justin, I've enjoyed hearing your journey from going from paid webinars to where you are now. It's really interesting for Fire Nation to kind of dissect and fast forward exactly the evolution that you've come through. It's really, really helpful. So let's end by you giving Fire Nation just one parting piece of guidance, sharing the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. The best place I think we can start is with an action that can turn into a habit. So if there's something you've been putting off that you want to really turn into a habit, do it now and then put it on your calendar for tomorrow so that you can start on that journey of making it a habit. And if you want to connect with me, I am at eduleadership on Twitter and you can find me at eduleadership.org and principlecenter.com. Justin, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to eofire.com, typing in Justin in the search bar and your show notes page will pop right up. Justin, thank you for being so, so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. John, thanks so much and have a great day. Fire Nation. Every design on the Squarespace all-in-one platform automatically includes a unique mobile experience that matches the overall style of your site, so your content will look great on every device, every time. This is huge. The last time I checked out our stats, over half of our website visits came from a mobile device. What are you waiting for? Squarespace makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com, use offer code FIRE. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 